we, the living entities, even though transcendental to the modes of three modes of material nature, by the influence of this external energy, we are contaminated. We are contaminated and we have these material eyes, material vision. How can we see the great, the supreme personality of Godhead with these material eyes? And how can we touch with this contaminated body? How can we touch the Supreme Lord? If we cannot see the Supreme Lord and can't touch the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then how can we go back home, back to Godhead? Welcome to Timeless Jewels of Vedic Wisdom. I am Ranchor Krishnadas. Get ready to dive into the ancient wisdom of Vedas and learn more about the Hare Krishna movement. Let's begin. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna comes down to this material world. Whenever there is a decline in religious principles, this is chapter 4 Bhagavad Gita text 7. And so when he comes to this material world, what he does? He will annihilate the miscreants, demonic people who are against the uh, Vedic scriptures, who are against the principles of uh, Krishna, uh, so who wants to destroy the dharma. So he will come and annihilate them and he will elevate the devotees. Paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya dushkritam dharma samstharpanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge. So we have already discussed regarding this uh, in the last episode. Even Arjuna required a divine eyes to see, to see the uh, transcendental form of Sri Krishna. But we don't have these divine eyes. So Krishna, Krishna gave the divine eyes uh, that divine vision to see Krishna, the the, super, the spiritual form, the transcendental form of Sri Krishna, but we don't have those divine eyes. So how can we see Krishna? How can we serve Krishna? How can we talk to Krishna? How can we associate with Krishna? How can we serve Him? So that is a that is a main purpose of the that is a way the deity worship comes into the picture. So, so we we can only see. Uh, material things like stone, wood, paper, paintings. We may think how many times Krishna came to this world. Uh, maybe 10 times, 3 times. Dashavatar. Okay, so there's Dashavatar. So 10 times he came to this world. No. Krishna came to this world unlimited times. He, even Krishna doesn't know how many times he has come. Reading from Bhagavatam, Canto 10, chapter, 5, chapter 51, text 36. The Supreme Lord said, My dear friend, I have taken thousands of births, lived thousands of lives and accepted thousands of names. In fact, my births, activities and names are limitless and thus even I cannot count them. See, so even so, so, so Krishna came countless times. Reading from Bhagavatam uh, 10.51.37 After many lifetimes, someone might count the dust particles on the earth. 
but no one can ever finish counting my qualities activities names and births no one can count the activities and how many avatars he took what kind of activities we cannot count there is a possibility of counting the, even the dust particles on this earth at least for a, for a, a number of a number of lifetimes they can count but we cannot count the past times of krishna Uh, read, again reading from bhagavatam 1051 text 38 o king the greatest sages enumerate my births and activities which take place throughout the three phases of time but never do they reach the end of them so so uh, so folks if you feel like difficulty uh, when i am reading these verses i am i am keeping all these uh, textual verses in the podcast description so you can follow the, those verses when i am reading them so it will be easy for you to follow let's say you want to understand a person in uh, understand a person uh, so you have to see him and interact with him then only you can understand him much more better way and you can become close to him uh, so if we want to understand supreme god had krishna without seeing him how how is it possible to understand him reading from bhagavatam 10235 oh lord cause of all causes if your transcendental body were not beyond the modes of material nature one could not understand the difference between matter and transcendence only by your presence can one understand the transcendental nature of your lordship who are the controller of material nature your transcendental nature is very difficult to understand unless one is influenced by the presence of your transcendental form so it is very difficult to understand krishna without seeing his transcendental form that is his form is satchidananda vigraha roopa we cannot see krishna with these materialistic eyes so therefore we require a transcendental vision like just like arjuna in the battlefield of kurukshetra he got a uh, divine eyes to see krishna so reading from bhagavad gita chapter 11 text 8 krishna is telling to arjuna here but you cannot see me with your present eyes therefore i give you divine eyes by which you can behold my mystic opulence this is what krishna is telling to arjuna you cannot see with your present eyes you need a specialized for that so but we don't have specialized so for that lord is coming in the dt form and uh, that is his actually that is his mercy mercy uh, merciful incarnation so reading from bhagavatam 1127 uh, 12 the dt form of the lord is said to appear in eight varieties stone wood metal earth paint sand the mind or jewels so we can worship the uh, worship the god the supreme god in any of these forms that, that this is the sanctioned method this is the authorized method given in the scriptures we can worship in the form of a stone so we can see if we go to a temple we can see uh, the murti vigraha of radha krishna in the stone form and we can see in the wood form if you see, go to the puri jagannath we can see jagannath baladev subhadra in the wood form there's a metal form that is with panchaloha and there's earth sometimes if you want, if you want to perform some agnas some they, uh, they create um, 
the murti with the mud and then after the agna is finished they again put it into the water so this is how they uh, with earth and there's a painting the pictures we see pictures and the, we can make the form in the sand and we can even uh, imagine the form of the lord in the mind and worship him so there's a beautiful pastime for that also so like this so now we have the we have we understood that krishna is available in the deity form so what is the prescribed method for worshiping him uddhava is asking uh, reading from bhagavatam 11271 shri uddhava said my dear lord o master of the devotees please explain to me the prescribed method of worshiping you in your deity form what are the qualifications of those devotees who worship the deity on what basis is such worship established and what is a significance method a specific method of worship so otherwise asking all this what are the qualifications how do we worship so this is actually called the narada pancharatrika vidhi uh, the worshiping the deity so and uh, and this kind of deity worship uh, will bring a greatest benefit so reading from bhagavatam uh, 1127 to all the great sages repeat uh, repeatedly declare that such worship brings the greatest benefit possible in human life this is the opinion of narada muni the great yasadi and my own spiritual master bhaspati so this deity worship brings greatest benefit and this is the opinion of vyasadev narada muni the great personalities we might think uh, chanting hari krishna mantra on my japa beads would be much more enough to please the supreme lord that's not enough that's not enough okay let's read from uh, reading from chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19 uh, 152 chapter 19 uh, text 152 in the purport propad is explaining here sometimes neophyte devotees think that they can continue the shravana kirtana process without worshiping the deity but the execution of shravana kirtana is meant for highly developed devotees like haridas thakur who engaged in the shravana kirtana process without worshiping the deity however one should not falsely imitate haridas thakur and abandon deity worship just to try to engage in shravana kirtana this is not possible for neophyte devotees so we neophyte devotees recommended to follow the deity worship process along with chanting hari krishna mahamantra we cannot we are not elevated devotees like haridas tagore or we can't imitate haridas tagore just by chanting hari krishna mahamantra we get self realization process and we understand the bhakti process no it is recommended that we go through the um, deity worship process and then all the chant the hari krishna mahamantra in the deity worship process there is a great benefit for us we get an opportunity to touch the form of krishna that is why krishna is uh, this uh, this archa vigraha rupa is a very merciful incarnation of krishna reading from bhagavatam 846 purport if one is favored by the supreme personality of godhead by having his gross body touched by the lord his body turns into a spiritual body and he can go back home back to godhead Gajendra assumed a spiritual body when his body was touched by the Lord. Similarly, Dhruva Maharaj assumed his spiritual body in this way. Archana Paddhati, deity worship of the deity, 
provides an opportunity to touch the body of the supreme personality of godhead and thus it enables one to be fortunate enough to get a spiritual body and go back to godhead so dev maharaj prahlad maharaj gajendra they got an opportunity to touch the supreme godhead and that's how they got their uh, they got back their spiritual body and went back to godhead so this is the greatest opportunity we get in the dt worship say as we have right now been uh, this contaminated material body uh, we cannot see the divine form uh, the transcendental form so that is the reason we 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 need to uh, understand this dt worship process so uh, reading from bhagavatam uh, 175 due to this external energy the living entity although transcendental to the three modes of material nature thinks of himself as a material product and thus undergoes the reaction of material miseries so with this contaminated body as soon as like when you accept this material body uh, you immediately get contaminated so so so, so that is a uh, that is a system uh, as soon as we get into this external energy three modes of material nature we get contaminated there's a very detailed explanation of uh, how this bodily structure is designed uh, f- uh, from bhagavatam uh, Canto 10, Chapter 2, Text 27. The body, the total body and the individual body are of the same composition, may figuratively be called the original tree. So this body is called the original tree. From this tree, which fully depends on the ground of material nature, come two kinds of fruit, there are two fruits, the enjoyment of happiness and the suffering of distress. the cause of the tree forming its three roots is association with the three modes of material nature goodness passion and ignorance the fruits of bodily happiness have four tastes so the the, the fruits have to four tastes religiosity economic development sense gratification and liberation dharmartha kama moksha which are experienced through five senses by acquiring knowledge in the midst of six circumstances lamentation illusion old age death hunger and thirst the seven layers of bark covering the tree are skin blood muscle fat bone marrow and semen and the eight branches of the tree are the five gross and three subtle elements earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego so these are the eight branches of the tree then there is the tree of the body has nine hollows the eyes the ears the nostrils the mouth the rectum and the genitals and ten leaves the ten eyes passing through the body in this tree of the body there are two birds so in this total structure of the body the two birds one is the individual soul and the other is the super soul so this is a very detailed uh, body structure explained from the scripture bhagavatam so when this living entity is covered by this kind of uh, bodily structure um, we get into the uh, uh, well, illusion lamentation there is a fear so reading from bhagavatam 177 so we, when we are covered uh, by this material body we get all this uh, kind of symptoms as involved into our body when 
uh, towards lamentation, illusion, and fear. So the solution is simply by giving oral reception to this Vedic literature, the feeling for loving devotional service to Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, sprouts up at once to extinguish the fire of lamentation, illusion, and fearfulness. So this is the solution. The solution is that we have to read the scriptures. We have to hear the spiritual master words. We have to read his instructions. We have to follow the instructions, follow the regulations. Then, then automatically this illusion, lamentation, fearfulness are all vanished. Whatever we achieve in this, uh, through this material body, the hard work, everything, you know, with the time factor, everything gets destroyed. Reading from Bhagavatam 332. Whatever is produced by the materialist with great pain and labor for so-called happiness, the Supreme Personality, as a time factor, destroys. And for this reason, the conditioned soul laments. Reading from Bhagavatam again. 3.33. Canto 3, chapter 30, text 3. The misguided materialist does not know that this very body is impermanent and that the attractions of home, land and wealth which are in relationship to the body are also temporary. Out of ignorance only, he thinks that everything is permanent. Just thinking everything is permanent to belong to us. The land is mine, the house is mine, this is that, this, everything is mine. But with the time factor, everything is destroyed. That is why we just lament. So that is the reason liberation is very important because liberation is a permanent factor for us. Reading from Bhagavatam 4.22.35 Out of the four principles, namely religion, economic development, sense gratification and liberation, Dharmartha Kama Moksha, liberation has to be taken very seriously. So Krishna is telling liberation has to be taken very seriously out of Dharmartha Kama Moksha. The other three the three are subject to destruction by the stringent law of nature, death. So, in the Dharmartha Kama Moksha, Dharma Artha Kama, that is uh, religion, economic development, sense gratification, uh, they just lead to the uh, death. So, the instruction given is they just uh, subjecting us to destruction by the stringent law of nature, death. So, the most important is uh, the liberation. Moksha, the fourth one, Moksha, the liberation is most important. So I'll, I'll just add one more point about the liberation, which is explained in the uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu um, 22. Another name for salvation is Apavarga. So this is a very important point, Apavarga. Apavarga is the opposite of Pavarga or the various miserable conditions of material existence. The word Pavarga consists of the combinations of five letters Pa, Pa, Bha, Bha and Ma. Pa, Pa, Bha, Bha, Ma. These letters are the first letters of the words for five different conditions as described below. The first letter Pa comes from the word Parabhava which means defeat. In this material struggle for existence we are simply meeting defeat. Actually, we have to conquer the birth, death, disease and old age. And because there is no possibility of overcoming all these miserable conditions, due to the illusion of Maya, we are simply meeting the Parabhava or defeat. 
the next letter is pha is taken from the word phenyla phenyla is the form which is found on the mouth when one is very tired as is commonly observed with horses the foam which comes out from the mouth when we are tired that is called phenyla so from this phenyla the word uh, the letter taken is pha uh, then the letter ba comes from the word bandha or bondage next is bha is taken from the word bhiti or fear fearfulness so papa baba and next one is ma ma is taken from the word mriti mriti or death so the word pavarga signifies our struggle for existence and our meeting with defeat exhaustion bondage fearfulness and at least death so just exactly opposite to this pavarga pavarga that is apavarga that means liberation so when we accept this material world uh, then we are uh, we are uh, we are uh, substituted with this uh, pavarga significances so what is this pavarga significances uh, exhaustion we get exhausted we get defeated all the time and there's a bondage we begin we are creating a lot of bondage with our family and relations and getting tied up with this material world then there is a fearfulness we fear a lot at last we die so this is pavarga symptoms which we get accumulated when we accept this material body so exactly opposite to this pavarga is apavarga apavarga pavarga opposite just add the letter a apavarga so what is what does it mean apavarga apavarga means that which can nullify all these material conditions that means liberation so krishna is said to be the giver of that apavarga the path of liberation so only krishna can give this apavarga that is liberation sometimes people say uh, just worship any god and you get liberated you worship sai baba you worship bala sai baba you worship sat sai baba there are so many sai babas in india so you worship this baba that baba uh, recently nithyananda swami <laughs> so many okay just not criticizing but this is a fact so because uh, this is this is the truth we have to understand from the scripture you just you can't just accept some any person as a god and just to worship and then you get liberation no it doesn't work like that so reading from let's take the truths from the scriptures that is the reason i am reading all these verses i am not just explaining with my own speculation this is what i am learning from my shiksha gurus so reading from bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 51 text 20 all good fortune to you now please now please choose a benediction from us anything but liberation since only the infallible supreme lord vishnu can bestow that so these demigods are explaining this ex- uh, saying uh, saying that you know only vishnu can bestow that liberation only vishnu can do that that liberation part cannot be given by any demigod no not even lord shiva no lord shiva cannot give so now uh, we know we understood that only lord vishnu can liberate us so if you feel like you know uh, worshiping uh, krishna only only vishnu can give the liberation and we might feel like worshiping krishna is more difficult than you know this is a very simple technique uh, worshiping his devotee is higher than worshiping krishna so reading from bhagavatam 10 10 41 when one is face to face 
with the sun there is no longer darkness for one's eyes similarly when one is face to face with a sadhu a devotee who is fully determined and surrendered to the supreme personality of godhead one will no longer to subject to material bondage so it is very clearly explained here that when you are having this face to face with your guru with with your guru there's only one guru diksha guru so you you then there is uh, 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 you get this interaction with the spiritual master then there is no longer that you are subjected to, the, to this material bondage now you can understand my guru okay i am getting the instructions from these books bhagavad gita bhagavatam and it is written by ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupad so how can i see him face to face you feel it right so you go to a nearby is contemple a nearby uh, uh, and you have a murti vigraha in your home of shila prabhupad a painting so there's no difference so uh, krishna is accepting in uh, through deity form then krishna uh, devotee also can accept the same deity form there's no difference because devotee is following whatever krishna says guru is also following whatever whatever god says so you just you can interact with guru through the deity form so now uh, i'll just end up with the most important point here so there are three most uh, powerful substances from a devotee so this is the most important point reading from chaitanya charitamrita antalila chapter 16 text 60 the dust of the devotee of a devotee the dust of the feet of a devotee the dust of the feet of a devotee the one the water that has washed the feet of the devotee and the remnants of food left by a devotee are the three very powerful substances <clears throat> sorry so these are the three most important powerful substances from the devotee dust or the dust of the feet of a devotee the water that has washed the feet of the devotee the remnants left over by the uh, remnants of the food the prasadam left by the devotee these are the three powerful substances when you take these things then you get mercy very quickly so emanacharya says uh in the chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila by serving you constantly one is freed from all material desires and is completely pacified when shall i engage as your permanent eternal servant and always feel joyful to have such a fitting master so this is how we have to uh, uh pray for guru that i want to serve you i want to execute your mission i want to participate in your mission i want to serve you so this is how keep chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra and keep serving your spiritual master AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. That's all for today folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new. I'll be back soon with more content. So be sure to tune in. In the meantime, remember to always chant and be happy. All glory to Shri Prabhupada and my Shiksha Gurus. Until next time, take care and have a great day. Hari Bol.